little girls. This seems to say. But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes, before he could find the right words. What made you think I'm crazy? Okay then. Okay then. Okay then. Whatever are you doing? Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And after our last podcast, which we said was the end of the lockout, we now come to the return of the lockdown. 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 Can't even speak. He's been, he hasn't had, con- had contact with a lot of humans lately, so he's forgotten how to speak. Yes. Whereas you... And me, and me had to actually deal with humans. <laughs> I'm so rude. So this is my first contact back to you. I was better off without the human beings. Exactly. So before the the latest lockdown took hold, we did manage to get to see a couple of films. And one of them was Tenet, which was the big and only new major release of the year, of the summer. Um, You saw it twice, and I saw it with you the second time in 70mm. So did it make any more sense the second time? It did. Right. Yeah. I was, I'm raging. I was going to go and see it a second time, as I was saying to you just before we started, that the cinemas in Mead were open and I was going to go and see Tenet um, yeah. on that basis because I said, I know I'll understand it the second time because there's yeah. a lot of it. It was just so much to absorb in one go. Exactly. Yeah. And you're trying to um, understand how. That's the main thing of the film is you're trying to understand how. How is this possible? And obviously, they're that world of they're Christopher Nolan or whatever. And I'm I'm just there thinking, yeah, but how? Still thinking, but does this actually make sense? This just seems like a lot of stuff put together. Mm-hmm. Like I knew it made sense if I looked into it. I knew it would make sense. But watching it for the second time, it's easier because you know what's coming, yeah. so you pay a bit more attention to what they're saying. Mm-hmm. rather than the entertaining visuals and explosions and things <laughs> and you're trying to like really pay attention to the timeline and yeah. exactly how like every little thing comes out and just the um the actual explanation of it still i'm a bit confused but i do understand it a bit more now yeah i couldn't explain it to people <laughs> good but don't <laughs> no i wouldn't well i <laughs> I did read a few articles on it, like articles that were written, um, spoiler alert was written above them all, so they were analysing it. And I was saying, yeah, as I was watching it, I was sort of grasping it, but there was just so much to take in yeah. as you're watching it that you just can't concentrate on it. No. Uh, well, you can. I mean, sorry, I'm not criticising the film that way. I think it's great. I think it's a great film. Yeah, no, but this is what I, um, I knew from the start because I heard people saying... It's confusing. And I was like, right, knowing Christopher Nolan, I'm going to go with it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll watch it again. So I knew that already. That's why you can't be trying. Like, I remember going to the cinema with John. 
and him saying the first five minutes, I'm confused. <laughs> don't don't try and figure it out now. Just go with it. <laughs> well, don't don't be like trying to like oh I don't get it I don't get it this movie sucks. No, you have to go with it to the end. Mm-hmm. Then think about it and then go back and watch it again. Yeah. Now, I don't think you have to watch it a second time just in case people are put off by going to see it that way because it's just fully enjoyable on a single viewing anyway because as I said, I've only seen it once and I got right into it. And it was also as well, when the concepts were coming up, I was working them out in my head and I'm saying, yeah, but that's not possible. And even explain at one point, like the whole, because it is a bit about time travel and one of the biggest debates about the possibility of time travel and they mention the film is, it's not possible because if it was possible, you could go back in time, kill your parents, and therefore you wouldn't be born, and therefore you couldn't go back in time to kill your parents. So it's this whole paradox thing. And they do discuss that. And then they also explore it. And also the way they go back in time is so fascinating. And it's like he's really taught this through. Oh, yeah. Everything yeah. is And it brutal. wasn't his brother this time. Normally, I think his brother writes a lot of the scripts that he directs. This was him, apparently. Just entirely his? Um, yeah, just written by him. Right. Well, I mean, he's always been interested in time and just opposing, like, with Memento um, and things like that. Yeah. And Wrecking Your Head. But I love films that do that. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. They really make you think. Like, I actually like, to me the pitch of you have to go back and watch it again is more appealing. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. If, if, if someone, like my dad always says, <clears throat> loves films that make him have to re-watch it yeah. to see everything he's missed because now he has a different point of view on the film. Exactly. And I'm the same. Like, I love films that at the end you're like, oh, I need to watch that again. Yeah. Well, it's like The Sixth you know? Sense. Yeah. Yeah, The Sixth Sense. Even though you didn't, again, you don't need to but it really, you really enjoy watching it the second time because you're aware of it. And even with this, there's so many moments in it that I'm thinking afterwards, yeah, I'd love to see that again from a different point of view. Like yeah. uh, the woman diving off the boat, who it is, and then the, bat- oh, yeah. the fights and who is yeah. who and who's in masks and who's not. And then it all comes out. And every time there was a new revelation, I even gestured to you <laughs> through my head, like mind blown yeah. all the time. And then sometimes it just made perfect sense. And it was extraordinary how it did. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, even when in fight scenes, how, um, I don't think this is revealing anything, just how the person at that time saw it as, uh, uh, saw it that he was fighting with someone who wasn't backwards, but the person who was backwards thought he was backwards. The other person yeah. was backwards. Because they're all fighting in their own, time zone basically yeah well and then trying to make sense of that that's what so you're doubling over and say but hang on if he's him who's him who's him who's what and upside down backwards and all this it was just head wrecking but fascinating you were just really drawn into it Uh, and when you saw like you saw the second time on sentiment did you notice any difference in 70 mil to digital or you're just too caught up um no you see this is the kind of film where i wouldn't be looking out for those things because you don't yeah. have time <laughs> watching the film trying to figure out things while they're on screen because mm-hmm. you might be missing something you know and you're, at the same time you're trying to find loopholes because you're like 
No, but this isn't meant to make sense. Yeah. Well, that's what I think. It doesn't exist. Because it doesn't exist in the world. So how does this make sense? It doesn't. And you're trying to figure it out. So I didn't pay attention much to even how it looked. Even though a lot of it looked well, I wasn't paying attention to that. Because it's so engrossed. Well, that is it. Like what you mentioned there about. loopholes and things like that i was looking out for them as well i said but yeah but but he actually he really has gone into the nitty-gritty of it like everything is explained in the film when you think of it afterwards it's just hard to absorb it as it's happening yeah and this i mean it's it's done okay it hasn't done as well as expected and this is why the bond film and everything else has been pushed back because they expected this to be the savior of cinema and it hasn't happened and I was thinking after this, it should have been really because this is the sort of people, film people should go and see more than once. Yeah. And like, yeah. there's nothing else on, so go and see this again. Yeah. So, but, but at I, the same time, you have to think like, um, there weren't ma- many people in this cinema anyway. I don't think even if they released a Batman or even if they released Bond, obviously there were there isn't going to be that many people in the cinema. Because either people are too scared or they just don't want to spend money. They're not lowering their prices on cinemas. They're, so people just don't want to spend that money, I don't think. Well, it is. Like, like we, paid, we paid for the two of us in Dundrum. It came out at about 22 euro. We paid 11 quid, quid each to go see that film. Right. Well, it was 15 quid each for the 70 mil. Yeah, so exactly. So I just, I just don't think people want to spend that yet. Well, I mean, they can stay at home and watch Netflix. Yeah, well, I mean, that is the standard price for 70 mil anyway in the IFI. Like, it's whereas the digital one would have been nine euro or something like that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they were operating lower prices, but obviously, it's a reaction to the fact that people aren't going to the cinema. So, yeah. View in Ashburn was five euro all screenings, and The Ark in Navin was five euro on Friday. But that's and just the ones outside of Dublin. The ones in Dublin were all the same prices. They didn't change right. prices but at it, all. Well, that, that was just in the past few weeks before they had to finally close down. Mm-hmm. They might have gone the same way in Dublin. But I'd say it's exactly like I said. Yeah, people are afraid to go and they, they've, it's not a priority because there's so many other things. And exactly. also, but then from the cinema's point of view, they probably wanted to increase their prices because they can only let a much smaller amount of people in. Yeah. I mean, when you went seeing it on drum, was there many there? No. And you see, uh, and that was the first actually, week. Yeah, we got a, I'm trying to think of the screen we were in. I think we were in a big enough screen. Um, but it, I wouldn't even say it was half. By standards, by government guidelines, it wasn't even half. Yeah. Like I'd say it was, yeah, a handful of people in there. It wasn't that many. And was it an evening screen? 15 people, yeah. And you see that normally that would be full. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. It is a case that people aren't going. And that's why um, they're not releasing the films. It makes sense. Because particularly a Bond film, you yeah. can't have that come out and it flop. No Bond film has ever flopped. Well, the so, amount of money they put into it. You know, they oh, need yeah. to make sure they get something back. Oh, yeah, like a billion it, or yeah. something. Because it's about 500 yeah. million or more has gone into that. So, yeah. well, hopefully things will sort themselves out. But... As I said, it is Netflix as well, because there's a new film on Netflix, The Trial of the Chicago 7. Have you heard about that? Oh, no, interesting. It's Aaron Sorkin. 
No Aaron Sorkin. He did um, the Social Network. He wrote the Social Network. Yeah. And yeah. he did that one we saw with Jessica Chastain. The it's a gambling one. The Molly's game. Yeah. So this is yeah. latest film, and it was out um this week, and I was going to go and see it in Navin, um, but it's also on Netflix in a week or two. And I was saying, oh, will I hold out and watch Netflix? No, I actually want to see a film in the cinema. But that's the thing. Most people will say, but it's going to be a Netflix soon. Yeah. And another one that's coming soon to Netflix, very heavily advertised for Netflix, is Rebecca. Oh, I've lost you. I'm still hey. I can still hear you. Okay, there you are. <laughs> I didn't lose you. But anyway, as I said, Rebecca, the remake of Rebecca is coming to Netflix soon as well. That was supposed to get cinema oh, yeah, release. I heard that, yeah. Because Lighthouse were, were putting up pictures of that. And I would have loved to have seen that in the cinema as well. Yeah. So, but back to tennis. Um, so when, like, various cast in it, Michael Caine was in it for about five minutes. And one thing that struck me that scene is that I bet the two of them never met. Self and is it John David Washington? Yeah. Because the two, it just basically cut from one to the other. They could have been in completely separate rooms. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was really, sorry. They're basically, yeah. Uh, it, it's because Mike Kane said he knew nothing about the film, he just knew his scene. So he had no idea what the film was about. So it could even have been filmed a year before they actually got around to making the film or finishing the script. Because it was almost be, yeah. unnecessary. It was just a, a starry cameo, if you like. But I was still delighted to see him there. He's such a doe. Yes, that's a good review of the film. See it for Dolphin well, Michael Payne. Yeah. Disclaimer, if you could call it that. He's the only person I will let, like I told you, and I told John, he's the only person I have no problem hearing him eat. Oh, and okay. two, he's the only person I'll let do him and maybe Paul McCartney. I was about but to him, say, surely Paul McCartney will be in there as yeah. well, given that they're him, contemporaries. Yeah, him and Paul McCartney, that's it. Did you, they can did you chew with their mouths open as much as they want? Okay, I'm sure they'd be delighted to hear that. Mm-hmm. If they will possibly care. Well, actually, um, to go back to tennis, um, I was really surprised with Robert Pattinson. I really mm. liked him in it. I really, really liked him in it. And it's so strange because now, obviously, after showing Make Twilight, <laughs> <laughs> and I've always had that vision of Robert Pattinson, like, oh, you know, he's a Twilight dude. Twilight trash. I thought you were going to say he's a twat. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I never thought that, but I just always thought, oh my God, you know, he's, he's probably not a great actor because when I saw him, doing uh what's the name of that film uh, charlie something i don't know which is him portraying a brazilian All who right. got shot by the london police because they thought he was a terrorist okay in the underground i think yeah no no he, yeah he didn't no he wasn't no i'm going mad no forget everything i just said this is tennis all over again no, so it wasn't him playing the part no, he wasn't even in that film. I think I've mistaken both. No, but surely I saw a film with him in it. That he was... No, surely he's... No, no, but it was the Brazilian guy who played that part. Was it? Listen, I'll research it later. But anyway... <laughs> oh, 
my god, I know what I'm talking about. I probably have the corona or something. <laughs> the corona. <laughs> this just shows there's something wrong. You're calling it the corona. Um, so anyway, you see him there playing uh, playing Twilight, which he's a complete gobshite, isn't he? Yeah. You know, it's, it's horrible. And then you see him in Lighthouse, which is such a contrast. And then you see him in this. And then I saw the film uh, Devil All the Time, which he is in it, and he plays a priest. Right. Or a pastor, sorry, a pastor. And it's completely different. And now I'm thinking, this, this guy is unbelievable. He's a great actor. Oh, I think he is very good. I think I've seen him in something else. I can't remember what else I've seen him in, but it's The, the Lighthouse. And I've seen him in a number of films other than Before You Inflicted Twilight on me. And I just thought he was a generally good actor. In this, I thought he was excellent. Because yeah. he's really seedy almost. Like he's really playing against type. Yeah, no, I really, really, really like liked his his performance. So. Um, I also like the concept of who he is in the film. Yeah, because like, he doesn't take up much space. Like, he's not the main guy, but he is. But he's not. Oh, no, like, he's very much a supporter. <laughs> I know, I, yeah, I know, I just felt mad. But he is one of the main people who... But he's a, yeah, he's a supporting to... character. The main character but, is yeah. John David Washington. But I'm talking about the fact that, like he says at the end, um, well, we won't meet again from my point of view. Like this sort of thing, because he's in a different time zone sort of attitude. I yeah. like that. Like there were so many ideas approached out there. Yeah, and the fact that he is basically only there for that mission. Yeah. Like it's not a... Yeah, it's strange. Yeah, we have to be careful like, not to get too much away. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to say anything else because if I do, it's going to um, reveal too much. You're, you're very dark. You're I know, I can dark. see that in the corner on the screen that I go dark. We'll sort that out after we finish this up now. So, marks out of 10? I'd give it a solid 9. Yeah, I would give it 4, 4.5. Four so it's about halfway to do. I think it's certainly one of the films of the year but it haven't been a lot yeah so but no, it really didn't disappoint and I really do want to see it again compared to the ones that have come out on Netflix to be quite honest it was very very good I yeah. found that one at Enola Holmes oh my god I enjoyed it it was not great but I wasn't expecting it to be yeah it was just very childish well it's a but children's it's, film that's what I wanted to know if that was specifically for children oh yeah like it's based on children's books so, and I mean, the whole thing of her talking to the screen and so on got really on my nerves very quickly. Yeah. And all these, like I was watching and said, maybe someone should make a film about the annoying traits of modern films. Constantly having people talk to the camera. And then also yeah. this big headline, six months earlier. Oh, feck off. I got sick of that. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, it's just, it's gone so, one, lazy. Mm -hmm. And two just really pretentious like anytime someone talks to the screen it's like okay Woody Allen wrap it up like yeah. it's it's so it's overdone know. it's been done too yeah. much so right well we leave it there and leave it there for a while because with cinemas closed and nowhere to go we're not going to be reviewing films for a while yet but hopefully we will come out of this safer and happier and back in the cinema screens again yeah, you're frowning as soon as I'm rambling on. So, 
I'll say goodbye from me for now. Thank you for listening to us for so long. Hopefully, yeah. to talk to you soon. Exactly. Goodbye from me and Frank, my dash hound, here in the sofa. <laughs> Is he going to go ooh ooh or you? Oh no, I won't wake him up. <laughs> um, <laughs> there we go. It's been a while since I've done that one.